What's up, everybody? It is your boy, Alex. Happy 2020, everybody. Oh, my God. We're fucking 10 days in. And I, motivation will eventually come. And I can't wait for the amazing things that it's going to make me do. Just just you wait, Mom. I, I'm gonna I'm going to do things. We are Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber a movie review podcast and we are bringing you our first episode of 2020 and reviewing our la- the last movie of 2019 uncut gems and let me tell you guys this movie was a fucking ride and Adam Sandler blew us away and it's just it's just so amazing watching him act in a script that wasn't his and jokes from 1989 and uh and actually show his acting chops instead of making 762 dad jokes in the first 15 minutes of a movie not nah, the shit had some substance it was super enjoyable and i hear that he's so happy with how it was received, we don't have to go through Grown Ups 3. So just keep him working, A24 Studios. You guys have, have a, you guys have a huge responsibility. Look at me. You have a huge responsibility, okay? Don't fuck this up. Keep him busy. Keep him away from notepads and pencils. If you see anything about him writing a new script for Grown Ups 3, you fucking you you set that shit on fire immediately in front of him and distract him with other shiny movies that he's going to roll in and that just assure him he's going to get best actor of the year like he did in uncut gems and uh we finally wrapped up the podcast after our review with the best movies for us of 2019 We'll make sure that we post that on our Instagram at HSTSC33. And uh, pray pray for pray for me. Pray for Nikonsi. Uh, we've been suffering from an upper respiratory uh, infection, a cold, <laughs> death, the, the black lung cough. Sound like fucking miners, like 80-year-old like miners on... <laughs> on the on the on the show and uh i think i still sound that way right now so pray for us that we finally get better and we're so excited to what's for what's going to come up in 2020 and we're so excited for you guys to listen and to share it with your friends and thank you so much for all the listens in 2019 i'm going to stop talking and go blow my nose you guys enjoy the shit of this episode first episode of uh 2020 but we are definitely wrapping up uh 2029 first of all i just want to say i'm so welcome to hidden shadows of the secret chamber <laughs> oh wait not not the, not the song okay sorry <laughs> and uh let me introduce my uh lovely co-hosts uh in this triangle of co-hosts my uh fellow gems 
This is to my left, Alex, and this is to my right, Con. Oh, and then to my front, to Nikon. Which, if he if he angles his shoulders a little bit more, is to his his right. Yeah, but, but still, both fronts. No one is behind. Everyone exactly. is side to side, to side to side, to side to. Side. I can't do. I can't do the dance. It's. It's pretty good. I can't do the dances. Uh, We're in a very confined space in this chamber. Yep. Alex is in a Chinese finger trap. Uh uh huh. And that's how I'm able to record remotely through the magic of the Chinese finger trap. Unfortunately, I cannot use my fingers while in here. So that's. It's the price to pay. It's the price you got to pay, guys. I got guys. it. I got it. We're going to, in the year of 2020, we're going to film a clip, right? And it's just going to be a Chinese finger trap in front of the camera, rotating it a little bit. And then it's in, in pans. We pan it in. Actually, technically, it's a walk-in of Alex. Uh-huh. And then he looks at us like he's a James Bond, except instead of drawing a pistol, Ooh. he pulls out a sword. You're brilliant, and I really do want to do that. But today, guys, we will be reviewing the end of the year movie, which uh, wasn't even on the list. We just watched it and were so fucking thrilled by it. Uh, Uncut Gems. I just want to preface us going into this with... Adam Sandler has good acting chops. I am incredibly excited for other opportunities. Uh, however, at the same time, I am cr- incredibly in, just, I live in fear of this wonderful man because uh, he's gone on record saying that if he doesn't get an award for this movie, he's just going to make Grown Ups 3, and we all know. Like, somebody please give him an award. Like, please, somebody. Someone please give no I'm more not, Grown I'm Ups. I'm not saying that okay? the first one wasn't funny. But like, why was there a second one? And also, you kind of signed up for like you can't like you should know when Adam Sandler makes a buddy comedy film with all of his buddies, that's what you're signing up for. So that again, that's why I liked Grown Ups one, and this is not actually a Grown Ups review. This is Uncut Gems review. <laughs> yeah, no, we can do Grown Ups review in like no, no, months. it'll be Grown Ups three <laughs> yeah. later on this year when he releases it because he didn't get the award. <laughs> God damn it. Please. All right. I want to give my impressions of this movie. So, Uncut Gems for me is the equivalent of when you're riding Space Mountain. And and when you go in, you get on the ride and you're just kind of, oh, talking with your friends. You kind of don't really know what to expect. And then when you ride the ride and then you come back through that tunnel with the flashing lights and your hair's all... Askew from the speed of the ride and a few dried tears on the Kinda side like of Mr. your Feeney eyes. Kind of like Mr. Feeney and uh, and Corey Matthews when they come out of the the, the death roller coaster. You know, they, you had, that's exactly right. Imagery, imagery. And they had that dumb you they had that dumb euphoric look on their face, and that is the exact way I looked when the lights came on and the credits were rolling after this movie. So if you want to experience this movie without actually experiencing the, this movie, go rewatch that episode of Boy Meets World, and that's what happened to Alex. 
or just or just watch uh, or ride a uh, Space Mountain because it was that amazing. That's way way more expensive. I'm trying to give our listeners a more entertaining option, questionably. You know what? You know what? That's a that's a good <laughs> ass point. It is pretty fucking expensive to go to Disneyland. Um, no, I, and you know what? You're probably wondering like why like you didn't just say it was like the watching this movie was a roller coaster because I don't feel like that cliche explained it like enough. Mm-hmm. He wanted to send you, know you on saying? a very specific give- image and a very specific mm-hmm. exciting exciting thrill ride. Instead of being like, it was like, have you ever been on a roller coaster? Because it's like being on a roller coaster, bro. That was a that That's was a, it, just uh, up it. and down and and side to side. And then at one moment, I was facing forward but going backwards. And then another moment, I was facing forward and going forward. Attention, live news, oh, yeah. breaking, breaking news. news. We are fortunately never going to get a grown ups three because. Adam Sandler has yes. won a Best Actor Award from the National Board of Review. Damn. And yes. he has also oh, won Best Actor Award from Oklahoma Film Critics Circle. Dang. Oh, Jesus. Thank you so much, guys. You you really averted a disaster there. And uh, but not like a disaster artist level disaster, which the disaster artist was a great movie. I I meant that it's a movie on another movie that was uh, right. No, no, we just meant like a apocalypse level disaster. That's all. Um, I yo Howard, aka uh, Adam Sandler, his life was like a clusterfuck of like favors owed, debt, promises to keep, double lives. Like two, like a wife and a girlfriend. It was just, it was, it was like claustrophobia and a pain. And it was all his fault. Yes, absolutely. But we still just kept rooting for him. I, I so (laughs) wanted him to fix himself the whole time. I was like, you can do it. You can do it. You can Mm -hmm. do it, Adam Sandler. You can fix your life. I felt like I felt like the crack fiend with him. I felt like, you know, the gambling addict. Like, oh, okay, just come on, come on, baby. If we just win this one, then that's it. I'm square. I'm I'm cutting off and, and I won't bet ever again. You know what I mean? I just need I this think big part win. of that is because we as relatively normal human beings I, I say it like that because we're all weirdos here. Don't get us started on tentacles. Definitely, definitely. Uh, <laughs> oh, but basically God. that we are relatively rational people, so if we ever made like a third of that money, we would know how to set some of it aside or to invest it in different ways. And the very, very clear gambling addict motive there was that, yeah, he's already in debt. He's literally just, he's he's somehow just scraping by, stealing off of other people left and right. And then he gets this big payout, finally. And, spoiler alert, I mean, you kind of you know what it is if you're, you know, it's the way the movie is. But, like, uh-uh. and instead of paying off his debts, he just triples down, quadruples down on it, you know? He's so crazy, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's so funny, Nikonsi, that you you mentioned that point. Is that it's very obvious to the audience that this is all shitty situations that he put himself into it, and we're all just kind of like we see the the light at the end of the tunnel for him where he's going to get out of it and then he just plunges right back into that tunnel just rams right in just shoves him okay sorry it's getting very graphic uh and he you're just like come on man just stop you're fine if you just stop now you you'll be fine so I love how invested we were. Like I was stressed out. I don't know about y'all. I was I was stressed right with you. <laughs> yeah, we were next to each other. We're just like, fuck, dude. I'm I'm stressing out. I'm sweating. Which I remember after the film was like I don't know. I've also have been in a very stressful situation uh currently and like watching that film actually made me feel like so less anxiety i felt so calm watching that film like being able to like after like it? being able like during it and after it i was just like that was beautiful that 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 was the thing that it made me feel i guess another a better word to describe how i was feeling was serene like it was a very surreal and serene moment to be witnessing that art that film and that like whole just experienced together i felt so taken away from my craziness and getting to witness that craziness and being like man life is crazy for everyone that was that was yeah. an experience that was great damn hey it's it's not i don't have it too bad i'm, I'm yeah. doing all right i'm not howard yeah. i'm not ha- howard which, uh, speaking of which i need to i definitely need to pay off all of my my hookers uh before their pimps come around. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You you definitely, should, definitely should do that. I don't think Tashan is gonna gonna give you another yeah. break. So he's he's I mean like we're really good friends and I fixed his computer, but at the same time it's like I, I you know, I didn't buy and build him a computer, I fixed it. So like yeah. kinda do you, you know, just can only can only stretch that out so far. And all you really did was just reset the password to the Wi-Fi, but he doesn't need to know that. Oh shit! Sorry, sorry. We'll, we'll edit that. We're we're trying. I'm like like I'm basically slinging our podcast like it's my hottest mixtape ever. Okay, so he's probably already heard yeah. several episodes. Tashan is actually one of our biggest fans, and uh, hey, Tashan, <laughs> oh, man, you got some quality product. Mm. Let me just tell you that much. Ah, yes. <laughs> all right uh you guys oh oh i did want to give a shout out to kevin garnett uh former celtics champion he did the uh, best job at dude. playing himself it's so weird <laughs> sure it's, you know it's so strange he was definitely how do you yeah like how interesting is that to get a role to play yourself you know what i mean now I thought he did a fantastic job. Hit like the the chemistry between him and Adam Sandler was just like electric. Like it was it was a great. lot of the smaller you know roles I mean? in the film were still really fleshed out. Though I felt like like they had a lot of character for every single role. Even his even his yeah, kids. Most definitely. It was it was strange, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. It was it was good. I mean, you know, kind of the. Uh, the the betrayal 
that the son felt like when he, you know, spoiler alert, kind of found out that he was living with his girlfriend in his apartment, you know, as he's kind of going through a divorce with his mom. Uh, yeah, the kid did a fantastic job. So, uh, do you guys have any more impressions you want to give? You guys want to jump into some badass moments? I just want to say that for some reason, if you haven't had some amount of respect for Adam Sandler as an actor outside of him being just making movies with his friends and getting big money off of that, like he has an actually good, like track list of just actual acting movies. Uh, what was one of the ones that you were you were talking about, Myron? Drunk Punch Love, which is still like, or Punch Drunk Love, which I had that. <laughs> yeah, Punch Drunk Love, right? Like, That's a good movie. Like that is uh, classified as a romantic black comedy, and it's still like it still is a comedy. It still does have funny moments, but that is also another like he's got like you can see actual acting chops throughout that film like he's like playing a deeper character it was really great um in my my particular favorite for multiple reasons and unapologetically because uh a video game plays a central role in it is rain over me which is a classified as a buddy drama um in which adam sandler lost his uh, his character lost his uh wife and i believe child during the 9-11 attack and don Cheadle oh, wow. plays his um plays his like old friend from college and uh, is a dentist now and just they reconnect and they like just one of the central things in the movie is getting is fighting that darkness which is what comes from shadow of the colossus yeah what about spanglish i thought spanglish oh, was not i like your, that movie too right like, like, i actually like really your, like that it's, movie it's it, it is still considered a rom-com yeah. i believe but it's again it's like he does have like some depth of character like acting chops going on and hey guys i really like 51st dates that's okay. a rom-com, though. I really like that movie with <laughs> Drew Barrymore, okay? That's still just a rom-com. <laughs> hey, look, I, I loved him in The Longest Yard. That's a re- you know, that's, that's a remake of a Rat Pack movie. Like, <laughs> I mean, sure, sure, but he I did mean, fantastic. I mean, that movie was fun when we were 10, yeah. The Longest Yard. Uh, okay, okay. You. But you're but you're Freaking right. Nelly in the movie? Come <laughs> on. Right. I know. And I know. Goldberg and Stone yeah, Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, right. you can't. It can't compare to Remember <laughs> the Titans for reals. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Hey, click, click. The first time I watched it, I cried. I, I, I cried, I cried a little. Yeah, I, I feel I like, like his oh. first movies, <laughs> it was like when he was fresh, you know. But but then by the yeah. time we watch his later movies, it's the same jokes, but not as good. Yeah, you can't but do that's, that. But that's that's why his like, his his new comedy is just he just needs to take a break from it because it's just his old jokes but not as good. It's just weird, you know, cuz like nowhere in stand up does that shit happen. You know what I well, mean? Well, like, it does, but then they take a long break. Well, 
Which you could, yeah. What happens is you start you start to get yeah. hacky. You know, you get the easy laughs. It's not really original. And that's kind of the equivalent of what his movies have become. So that's why we're all kind of like, oh, God, don't make it <laughs> Grown Ups 3, please. You know, because, yeah, dude, just like let other people. You're, you're fantastic. He also actor. has a fantastic uh, old stand-up. Like, like, if you go and watch his SNL, like when he was uh, part of the SNL cast, too, it's like those are definitely old. But also you do appreciate him. That's, I mean, hey, that's why he got to where he is because his stand-up was so right. amazing. And I am, that is why I'm so shocked. I'm like, yo, that's your bread and butter. And it, it's weird that he got into this, this like, what would you call, like this this flow that he's just okay with like not going out of his comfort zone. But this time he did. I, I really think he, got, he went out of his comfort zone and he played a fantastic character and i was just super and i i feel like he listened to his fans and this whole time he was like hey you keep talking motherfuckers don't just wait just wait i got a present for you at the end of the year a nice christmas present and it turned out to be not grown-ups three oh (laughs) oh thank you jesus uh (laughs) <laughs> what if he just makes Grown Ups three to to spite us? I know. Maybe we <laughs> should just like, make Grown Ups three. Part of the, part of it is also yeah. Let's just it? let let's just make Grown Ups three. Um, I'll play Adam Sandler's <laughs> character and Chris Rock's character. Okay, oh, perfect. I'll play David Spade's character and Kevin Smith's. No, 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 no. I, I can't yeah, play I Kevin say, Smith. Like, that's unfair. You're just taking all the characters. <laughs> Who am I gonna play? Like, how? Wow. Look, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way because I love Kevin Smith, June. I think that's No, Junior needs to play Rob Schneider. He just Oh, that's oh what? disrespectful. Is that disrespectful to Rob Schneider or to me cuz I don't know which way to feel slighted cuz like I just I just want to watch you as Rob Schneider. No, nah, cuz you know what? Like Kevin Kevin Smith still got like uh, you know, Sex appeal in June, <laughs> buddy. That's no, right. I'm gonna uh, instead, instead I'm going to disrespect the one of the coolest guys ever, and I'm going to play Steve Buscemi's character instead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I I got a badass moment that I the I'd whole like movie done with. I <laughs> there's there's June. I'm gonna I'm going to uh, be a little more precise. A, 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 this is a spoiler, and this Big is when Howard, aka okay, Adam Sandler, he basically said that the like the world just wants him to fail, and like we were saying earlier, even though he sets himself up for those failures, he gives he gives those odds that he sets against himself the middle finger, and he says, "I'm gonna do it anyway, bitch," and. I think that's why in the final like 15 minutes of the movie, we were on the edge of our seat and fully invested in what was going down. Uh, yeah, it was like the end of like a firework show. We were like, you know we were like, come on, guy. Okay, you're you're safe. You're good. You don't need to do this. Like, yeah. and then and then we're like, what the heck? This okay? This guy's crazy. He's crazy. Fuck it. We're going Here along we go. for the ride. Crazy. Yeah, you buckle up, motherfucker. 
This <laughs> just like yeah. offhanded comment. He's he's one crazy Jew. This is the same guy who was in anger management with Jack Nicholson, <laughs> and, and also later on was an animated version of himself in Eight Crazy Nights. Like like this is the same guy. <laughs> Yeah, no, he he did great. Uh, that was that was my number rating right there. Great, great out of ten. Not number eight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> great out of ten. Uh, badass moment. Thank you, sir. Okay. I was reading. I can't read. It's 2020. I still can't read. He'll get there. He'll I think it's because my eyes. Yeah, I think so too. Did you have a number? Ra- a not, ah, God damn it! A badass moment that you'd Nikonsi? like to. Well, uh-huh. the con- the with the badass moment. Um, yes, <laughs> yes. There wasn't a minute long pause, guys. <laughs> I promise, I did. It's kind of hard to think of a badass moment for this movie because. It's all go. It all really goes together. You can't really cut one part of the movie out without talking about the other part. Right. The way everything unravels. It's, it's relentless. It's relentless. It's hard to find a badass moment. Uh, besides, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, that's so hard. The whole movie is just one complete nah. picture altogether. I can't take anything away from it. I get it. I totally get it. Which, um, for for me, about, uh, just to uh-huh. piggyback off of that, is like, it's really, really, like, impressive or interesting to be thrust into this... Thrust <laughs> into the this particular moment in his... in this character's life, right? Like, like we don't... When you, when it yeah. comes to certain movies, certain certain books, certain storytelling techniques, right? We kind of are explained in like the first half of the movie that this is just who he is, and this is the lifestyle he's been li- living. But this is also building up to literally his biggest moment, and then the biggest moment yeah. happens. And what does he do? We are in how long was the movie? Like two and a half. It felt like a two. It felt like it, it was long. long. Like it felt like a long movie in a good way. Mm. Oh, you're right. It was two hours and fifteen uh, minutes. So you're right. two hours and fifteen minutes, right? So like about an hour into the film, you get that idea of like this is just what the character has like been built into. Like this is who he is and the like decisions that he has made, and he's done it to himself. He's a gambling addict. But at the same time, he's smart, right? He's also got a certain level of street smarts. He knows how to, like, move certain product. He knows who he can talk to and, unfortunately, create more debt, basically, by, like, borrowing money off of this person to pay off this person to, like, just credit card loan, swipe through all that stuff. Like, and it's really, really impressive storytelling to me to, like, be invested into this character and again we can kind of assume that he's just literally lived his life up to that point doing this because he has his own business doing it and then it builds up to this big moment 
And I mean, it wasn't really surprising to me, but it, it's like you guys were saying, like we were rooting for him to do better. And instead he quadruples yeah. down on his own bet. <laughs> right? Like he, he literally like yeah. gets all of this together and just bet on it all again. Bet it all on black again. Yeah. It was a it was a very yep. stress stressful slice of life film. Hundred percent. Like the they did like shake cam. They did like like intense close ups. Like even the shop where you know his 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 jewelry his his uh, felt his tiny. Was, yeah, was small. It was small and cramped. I felt cramped and claustrophobic in this movie. So that they used all the different aspects of of uh, screenwriting and, and and cinematics to really um what's the word um i need to read more books language english hard english hard what is it divulge you no immerse you there we go to immerse you uh, into <laughs> i need movie. to read more books <laughs> <laughs> Is that God, is that a Twitter yeah, quote? Is that a 2019? I want to put that on a t-shirt. Is that a 2020 Hidden Shadows Productions t-shirt? I need to read more. It was he was praying to the book gods when he was saying that. He's like, please give me the word. Give me the word. Squeeze the Brandon book out. Brandon Sanderson. And, and come on, Brandon Sanderson. Uh, it's definitely the congestion. Um. All right, y'all. Well, uh, I'd like to give my number rating to this movie. Ooh, okay. yeah, I want to hear your idea. number rating. Terrible idea. Don't do it. Okay, okay. I have never experienced a movie like this in my life. Genius. Ever. And um, I, that's why I'm going to say that this might be the best American 2019 movie of the year. And I know. Avengers Endgame was in that list. So I'm going to give this a 9 Ooh. out of 10. He had, me, he had me spooked yeah. for a second. He had me, he had me spooked yeah. for a second. I also give this film a 9 out of 10. I thought this film was a... Yeah, it was amazing. I didn't want to believe the hype. So I went into the film saying all right you know i'm just i'm just gonna watch it and let's see uh what i think with trying to not be biased at all and i was like damn it the critics you know who i don't always agree with were spot on this film is yeah amazing because the way the director controls the audience you only see that a few times a year and and they did it with this one and a lot of a lot more people need to see this film while it's in theaters just because feeling the audience uh as you're watching it is is just a an experience in itself Yeah. Honestly, yes. And uh it yeah, it's like again, it's like a whole new experience to movies. I don't know that 
it's I've seen a movie. Granted, my taste in movies is usually rom com, sci fi, Lord of the Ring esque. I, movies, I like to take but... you out of that zone every once in a while. You definitely so, do. This is also no, going I, to uh, lead into uh, I, I edit this where you want to. Alex, I don't remember. Are we going to do a special episode year in review download link? Is that was that the was yeah, that we, the idea? Uh, rather than to release, rather no, than to release a like year in review episode. We're actually. Only thirty minutes oh, in, we can so what you're do a is that, quick. Uh, what I'm about to talk about is really, really important. Then, all right, edit, absolutely, edit here. And so, yeah, Alex, like all that things that you didn't just edit out are like just you know really cool things for our listeners to listen to, right? Right. Good. Yes. Good. <laughs> I am also going to give this a nine out of ten surprise hit, like. Like, you guys know I have never given 10 out of 10s because mm-hmm. uh, being both critical of things and being realistic, like, there will never be something that I'll just guarantee without, like, bias or nostalgia. Just be like, yeah, 10 out of 10. Must, like, sure. just nothing can beat that, right? And in this year, we have had just insanely good movies. Like, I didn't even get to see it, but everybody talks about Jojo Rabbit. Like, it's a great, like, it's one of the greatest comedies. It's one of the, it comes at such a specific time for such a weird thing. Like, we had Zombieland Double Tap this year. We had Parasite. Oh, my goodness. Like, this year was insane because we had Joker. We had Spider-Man Far From Home. We had Endgame. Like, there's just all these things that came out this year that just are insane and this still stands like uncut gem still stands as like an eat like a must see and i personally would like to go through watching it again and if i'm in the right mind space could experience the anxiety instead of serene surrealism for the situation right like it is that good yeah this year was filled with so many fantastic films that it was hard for me to shrink a list into only five movies. It's It really is, because I'm trying to think, like, not just nostalgia, because, like, just, like, Avengers Endgame would immediately be on the top of that five list if I'm just talking about nostalgia. Like... Just and and not only that, just the iconicism of right. it, right? It's it's the end of it's, an era, and it's of, so important. But we also had like Detective Pikachu came out this year, and that's a guilty. That's kind of a guilty <laughs> pleasure. Like that's also nostalgia, right? Like there's so many movies that came out this year that just hard to wrap your mind around. Like Shazam was was Zachary Levy's like. Shazam like that was also the us came out this year like so many movies so many movies but <laughs> okay for reals though we watched probably over a hundred films this year did we really Dude, yeah there's like at least 80 films that were like strictly American release like uh and at least 10 of these movies more than 10 of these movies made it into my favorites list and it was really hard to bring it down to five 
Okay, so I think for time's sake and and just kind of keeping some kind of sanity. I'm just going to say five in no particular order. Okay, yeah, go for okay. it. Okay. Uh, us. Long shot. The farewell. Joker. Oh. The peanut butter falcon. Damn it, that's five. You're exactly. It's hard. It's, it's so hard. hard. You got the farewell in there, and I totally forgot about the farewell. I have five more. I just can I <laughs> say them? I think you gotta wait your turn. I think I think to be fair, we gotta you gotta wait your turn. But you I won't wait. talk about them. I just want to say them. All right, those were his top five. Because they're my favorite. The, these are my favorite <laughs> movies. They're my. I can watch these right now. Motherless those, Brooklyn, Doctor Sleep, Ford versus Ferrari. Queen and Slim and Knives Out. I can't wait to hear your guys' favorites. Damn. Good choices. <laughs> Knives Out was good. Good choices. And again, this is like, this was hard. There's a lot of good movies that came out this year. And like one of the ones that I didn't even get to see, The Good Liar with Sir Ian McKellen. Like the, I was excited for that and I didn't even get to see it. Like And, and then like, like there's just so many movies and we didn't even get to see all of them. Like holy shit. Yeah, but, it was a good year. It was a really good year. Go ahead, Alex, with your top five in no particular order question mark. In no particular order. Uh, this is kind of more like chronological. So Dragon Ball Super Broly. Shit, that was good. It was amazing. It was it was dope. Uh, Revenger. Ah, oh, shit, uh, that's a good one too. Hands down my favorite fight scenes of the year. Uh, Ailita Battle Angel. Ah, uh, that was fucking good too. Yeah, she was great. Um, See, those are all in my favorite list too. I just couldn't <laughs> tell. Um, Fury, the first uh, Vietnamese like American release uh, action movie. That was fucking good too. Good call. And and this one is my favorite. My favorite number one movie of 2019, First Love by Takashi Miike. Oh shit! Whoa. That one was amazing. That's it. I almost forgot. Yeah, I almost forgot too. I'm not gonna lie. You, you stole I'm so that glad one our lists me. are different. You stole that yeah, one me. from me. <laughs> I okay. This, no, honestly, I wanna I wanna buy that hard. movie, and 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 frame it. It's so good. Like it's so special to me. It's amazing. It's so hard to like pick. Just to pick your top five movies of the year, it's, and like. Part of it for me is trying to figure out, are these the movies that I want to rewatch and still appreciate that I want other people to watch? Because, again, there's, like, been 80 or 80-plus films, and, like, I can't even think of all the ones that I would want to talk about. Just the, these are kind of the ones that came into my mind first. Uh-huh. Just, real quick, just to piggyback, mm-hmm. that's piggyback how I on. chose my movies. Damn. That's how I, I was- picked them. Watch them again and would want to share them with somebody else. Go ahead. You can say your list. Well, this was really hard for me. Um, For just there was there was just too many movies. And I'm kind of like rethinking my list for things that you guys may not have said or may have said or may not have not had said. (laughs) And I still think that this is this is kind of a cop out. I guess because this is also our episode where we talk about uncut gems, but that is easily one of my top five films of 2019 
with Honey Boy being like the second uh, film of 2019 in that top five list. Like, hey, I respect it, dude. I'm not like, mad at that. Both of those were great works of art and incredibly emotional and amazing. And would would watch would watch again. Would recommend other people to watch. This one's kind of a cop out. But I really loved Detective Pikachu. <laughs> I had so much fun on so many different levels with that film. I would still want to immediately rewatch it. Like, start of the new decade, 10 years from now, when my kid is is born, I'm going to be like, this is, this is your great, great uncle Ryan Reynolds, who has no relation <laughs> to us. And he was put into the form of a Pikachu. <laughs> It's uh, so dope. That's three, right? That, that's three? Yes. Good. Then I put this one also because it has the number three was John Wick Chapter 3. I love John Wick. Mm, good choice. All three like all three of these films I will rewatch back to back and experience it and just Keanu Reeves. My God, my man. Wow. So that wow. was number That was four. the fourth one. And this okay. is where this is where it's like what was my fifth like what what can i think of as my top 5 like experiences of 2019 and it's really really hard right it's it's like like i'm just building up to how do i say this without mentioning the other movies that are in my top 10s or just incredible mentions the words are hard but i think i'm going to go with parasite as like ooh the yeah. fifth like and i hate spooky shit everybody knows i hate spooky shit alex also hates spooky shit but i hate spooky shit a little less than him apparently and like like that like this this is how i was thinking about it before i was thinking about your your guys's lists was how many of these movies really blew my mind and like parasite, you yeah and so Uncut Gems was an easy choice. Honey Boy was also an easy choice for me. And then Parasite was another easy choice. I just didn't know where to put it. And again, in no particular or- order, to be fair, to all of these great films that came out the last, last year, like those are probably my top three movies of the year with Parasite and Parasite, Uncut Gems, and Honey Boy. These are all incredibly amazing films. And then I copped out with uh, Pikachu and uh, John Wick because those are kind of guilty pleasures. <laughs> nah, dude, I, I love it. I, I love how, because uh, as I was picking my movies, I felt at ease because I knew you guys were going to touch on movies that that I loved as well. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to leave those for them. You know what I mean? And it's it's awesome how different our lists are, but overall, such a fun year, and 2020 is going to be even better. I'm super excited. Insane. So I'm just going to list some movies that technically don't hit the top five, but I'm sure that one of these is in Nikonsky's top ten of the year, right? And yes. two, two in particular, I want to talk about before we get away from the year in review, because this is the year in review segment. Because like, man, this was a great, this was a great year. Like, the art of self defense and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ah, uh-huh. 
right? Yeah. Me and Patty finally watched that last night. It was amazing. Watch what? Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah it's already winning. It won awards already. Super dope. <laughs> no, but seriously, thank you guys so much for listening. And we have a lot planned. We are planning on hitting the ground running in 2020, even though I, I'm sick and it hurts to run right now. And I can't breathe really good because my nose is all stuffed up. But and I have like bad joints, but I'm younger than them. So I'm just an old man in an old man's body. Old man in an old man's body. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> old man in an old man's body. He didn't make a mistake. That's what he meant to say. Yeah, I've been, I do, I'm doubling down on that. No, I'm quadrupling down on it. <laughs> <laughs> Nikansi, oh, any any signing out thoughts? Yes. I love you all, and uh, I hope you are ready to find some amazing kung fu films oh. with us this year. So excited. But y'all, uh, make sure you guys follow us on at HSTSC on Instagram, Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber on Facebook, and we have our other podcast, the Sidetrack Podcast, which is officially at their new home. So you can find them on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to uh, podcasts. And uh, we're just so proud of them for moving out on their own and and. I like how he's saying he's so proud of them, but he's really just so proud of himself. It's it's me. I'm I'm the other half he's, of that he's, podcast. Yeah, he's on he's on that podcast. You know what? I am also really really looking forward to forcing the opportunity of getting some stupid ass video game stuff and other board games and stuff just taken care of and just oh I I hope I hope, I hope people like to listen to me more. Yes. So listen to him at twitch.tv forward slash cookie ninja carve. And later and on, who knows what other projects we'll be getting in here? Yeah. It could be like a science fair project or a kitchen project or an office remodeling project or a campaign running for the president of a fencing club project and I'm going home project. <laughs> <laughs> 